What's your biggest distraction? It might be sports or social media or a favorite hobby. If we're honest, we all have something that easily distracts us. It, for me, it's keeping up with current events and politics and, and history all slammed together. I just, there's so much going on in the world. I'm John Fuller, joined in the studio by Dr. Danny Huerta, who leads our Focus on the Family parenting team. And Danny, how much more difficult is it, do you think, for parents today as opposed to previous generations? Is it harder? It feels harder. It, it does. And they've actually done polls with older parents and grandparents on is it harder now than it was 20 years ago to raise kids? And they, they've admitted that, yes, they feel that it's more difficult to raise children now than it was 20 years ago because of distractions, huh. because of so much coming at kids and interfering sometimes with the influence that parents have. It's already limited in the amount of time, but then the amount of mental space has shrunken down for parents to have influence on their kids' lives. And uh, we have the, the dependence on phones that are loaded with distractions. Entertainment, uh, we can be contacted at any moment. The vibrations are felt, the, the rings, right? It's social media, email, texting, phone calls. It used to be just phone calls, and now it's exponentially yeah. gotten bigger. And then we have more stuff, more things that can be distractions to us, and then more snacks. And then marketers are fighting to get our attention as well. And so there's so many things coming at our kids and our families, and we get to figure out how to respond to that. And yeah, I appreciate that. And you are so uh, consistently reminding us as parents to slow down, to be present in the moment, and not be distracted. And we know our kids are distracted. I think we're not so aware that we're distracted, too. Let's go ahead and hear how Jonathan McKee uh, got distracted, and it nearly created a disaster. Jonathan, I love the way you have that introspection about yourself. And in the book, you put it out there. You don't hide your own shortcomings. But you mentioned a hilarious story, which probably at the time wasn't too funny, uh, but it was a, a, a distraction. It had become a distraction in your life. What was going on? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those stories that I think uh, young people identify with just because it's one of those silly moments. And I, I love <laughs> I love mountain bike riding, uh, but I'm not what I would call a mountain bike rider by any means. Uh, that could be dangerous. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I love to be on a mountain bike with my friends, but I, I have friends like my friend Mark who, man, this guy, he will take any terrain, anything. So so I actually went mountain biking with my friend Mark, and uh, <laughs> and we went up towards Lake Tahoe, and Lake Tahoe is gorgeous. It's right there in the Sierras. And I knew this particular trail we we're going to take was kind of a precarious trail, and he warned me about it. And so right before we, we go out, he goes, okay, now, Jonathan, listen to me if you don't want to die today. And I go, okay, you got my attention. I, I, I don't want to die. He goes, now, here's what you do. He goes, this trail goes back and forth. It's really crazy. He goes, but there's a couple great lookout spots, and we'll, we'll eventually stop. He goes, but don't take your eyes off the trail. As a matter of fact, he said, and he pointed to his back wheel right at the center at the hub. He goes, keep your eyes right on my hub. He goes, when it goes left, you go left. When it goes right, you go right. He goes, keep your eyes focused right on that one thing and you won't die. And I said, okay, keep my eyes on the hub. Don't die. And man, he was right. Cause when he took off on this trail, man, he was going all over the place. And when he went fast, I tried to go fast. When he slowed down, I definitely slowed down. Right. I went right, left, I went right, and it was a crazy trail, and man, I was so glad to have him guiding me, and I kept my eyes right on the hub, but we finally came around this clearing, and 
off in my peripheral vision, I could see this amazing blue something to my right. And I realized it's Lake Tahoe. And if you have never seen Lake Tahoe, it is the most gorgeous. It is the most gorgeous deep blue you have ever seen. And I was just thinking, I'm just going to take a little peek because it's just beautiful. And he's not stopping. And this is the perfect place to stop. So I just, I couldn't help. And I remembered, look at the Hubbard eye. Look at the Hubbard eye. And I was like, I just couldn't. I was like, but it's so beautiful. And I just looked over to the right over there. And I was like, oh, wow, how beautiful. And the trail turned left. I didn't see it. I went right off the edge. True story. Literally just right off the edge. And luckily there was this little Christmas tree just kind of right. And because it was one of those edges. I don't think I would have died, but man, I would have broke some serious bones. I reached out and I just grabbed the Christmas tree like elf, man. I just grabbed that thing and the Christmas tree just dipped and went, and I was like, hold on, little tree. And I sat there and I was dangling onto this tree. And it was so funny because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking at a lake. But the fact is, sometimes in life, Hmm. there's distractions that keep our eyes off the focus of what we should be focused on. And it was one of those moments where I realized, hey, you know what? There's distra- there's nothing wrong with video games, you know? Th- there's things in our life that sometimes are distractions and keep us from focusing on the things that matter. And that's one of those illustrations I give in the book where we talk about, hey, how do we stay focused on the things that matter? Well, Danny, that's a pretty wild story about Jonathan's bike ride. What a vivid illustration of us as adults being distracted. And Jonathan emphasized the importance of getting our kids to focus on things that really matter by eliminating distractions. So how how do we do that? Uh, very imperfectly, really, John. I mean, it, it is hard, but it takes a lot of intentionality and energy on your part. And also modeling that you're willing to put some boundaries on yourself Uh, on the distractions that come to you as a parent. I've watched so many parents say, hey, no phones at the table, and they pop out their phone. Or they're saying, man, why do you spend so much time on your phone? And then you see the parent, and they're on the phone scrolling around. We are just as distracted many times as our own kids, and so we have to start with ourselves. Be self-aware. What's capturing your attention, and how are you managing that, modeling it? And then how are you putting boundaries in your home and showing what is important, what mm-hmm. you value? And that could be time in the car. It could be meal times, It could be just family time. I've had moments where I've had to tell everyone in the family, hey, this is family time. We're putting everything aside, and we're going to be present with one another, knowing that there are text messages, calls, things coming. And I just say, hey, let's just Let's just pause the world around us, be together. We'll get back to all those things. And as parents, we have to take leadership in that. Otherwise, it's just natural and easy to just let those things come in. Kids get in the habit of pulling out their phones and and maybe doing a quick text, but then they have four or five conversations going. They're not fully engaged with what's going on, and we've seen an increase in depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. with kids. And I really believe that part of that is because they're, they're never truly present in a moment that they're experiencing. Yeah, and I, I would only add to your really uh, great insights that there's a power in real relationships, yes, in in real connections that you can help foster. I mean, if you give me the ideal versus a, a counterfeit, I'll, I'll choose the ideal. So we are wired for relationship. Do relationships with your kids. Uh, hand them off to somebody that you trust that will do relationships with them. Help them see the value of real interpersonal interactions 
so that the phone is an augmentation or an addition to their world, but it's not all that they have. Yeah, John, recently I was on a trip with my son. We were going to visit a college. It was a good special time together, and I know he's got this girlfriend that he uh-huh. he loves, and they've been together for a long time, treasures those conversations, and I could tell he wanted to, he was feeling his leg, he wanted to do a quick text, and I said, son, I just, I want to have this time together because I value and I love our time together. How about we do this? We take some in time, and then you take some out time to mm-hmm. just connect with her. Yeah. That way you're connecting with her, and you're connecting with me instead of trying to navigate both at the same time. I said, I know that's hard. Was he receptive? And he was receptive. He, he, he felt the grace there. I said, it's not to control you. This is because I, I really want to be fully connected yeah. with you, and I want you to be fully connected with her. So let's take turns instead of sharing the turn together. Yeah. Well, uh, as you can tell, Danny and I are experts at parenting, and so uh, actually we're not. We've learned a lot, and Focus on the Family has learned a lot through 44 years of ministry. Uh, We want to share some of the resources that we've learned, some of the wisdom beyond this podcast that you can access. Uh, Our our website really has a, a ton of great resources. One is a free article by Jonathan McKee. Um, how to Help Your Kids Dodge Digital Distractions. And if your child has struggled with spending too much time on a screen, and I don't know too many kids who haven't struggled with it, uh, this article is worth taking the time for you to read. We'll link over to it in the episode notes. And then please join us uh, financially. Support the work of Focus on the Family as we help parents literally worldwide. Uh, consider supporting us with a gift of any amount, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. And we'll send a copy of Jonathan's book, The Guy's Guide to Four Battles Every Young Man Must Face. Details are in the show notes. Next time, more from Jonathan McKee about helping boys with their self-esteem. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.